Clydesdale Chronicles with Coach Cheryl. I am Scott. I am the Clydesdale. That is Cheryl. She is my nutrition coach. Um, we are, this is like episode four for us. And as we talked about last time, we are going to talk about biofeedback this week. But what I want to talk about first, and I haven't even told Cheryl this yet, is I'm going to give a quick update. Um, I had plateaued for like the summer, right? I have all my traveling and all that kind of stuff. I am just ounces, ounces away from 60 pounds lost. Hell yeah. I love it. So, so super stoked about that. Um, things are actually moving again in the right direction uh, and really excited about that. So um, that's why we do this, right? To, to get people motivated, get it through all, get through those struggle times uh, because the plateau was really long for me. Well, can I actually add to that a little bit? Because this is a really important teaching, not only for your audience, but for you as well, is people tend to associate time when the weight isn't moving as a plateau. And technically it is, but why is that such a bad thing? Why is it such a bad thing that right now the weight isn't going where we want it to go, which is down? It's not going up, we're not regressing, during the summertime, what were you focusing on? Doing so many other things, being a part of the CrossFit community, traveling a lot. That is when it's not important to be stressing yourself out with, oh my gosh, is, am I getting enough food or too much food or all these different things? You know, like your focus is somewhere else. And this is actually a great time to talk about that because guess what's coming up? Thanksgiving, Christmas. Do I know people are still going to lose weight this holiday season? Absolutely, they will. But I also want people to understand that plateauing is not a bad thing. It's, it's part of the process. It is, it is why we have a whole year. And in that year, we have seasons that the weather changes. We also have seasons in our life where things happen and, and things are going to, you know, you had some uh, setbacks, your back and things like that. And this is all part of the process of understanding that maintaining weight at a new low is a win. You didn't go back up. And one of the biggest things that happen is people tend to yo-yo up and down. So as you took a little tangent to give us a little update, which I love, I also want to add on to that because that is part of the process of weight loss that people really need to understand. Yeah. And um, I, I want to talk about in a future episode kind of my mindset during that time and how we had to readjust goals uh, to more than just weight loss. Because I think a lot of people get solely focused on that one goal of losing weight um, and forget about all the other goals. And then that makes it more difficult. Yep. Agreed. 100%. So, but today is about biofeedback. Uh, so the good news is out of the way. And uh, so when I first started with you, you had me fill out a very lengthy survey uh, to get to know me, right? I um, mean, I, and I say lengthy and it's, you know, it wasn't that long, maybe five, it's 10 minutes, a lot of questions, more questions you would think of. <laughs> yeah. And so I filled that out so that you would get to know me and kind of get a baseline of my biofeedback. I'm taking it. That's what I looked at it. Is that what that was? Yeah. So like, I think a lot of people go online and they're like looking for a calculator to help them lose weight. 
and ask usually for like three, maybe four questions, age, height, weight, activity level. And I know that those are four main metrics, but there are a lot of other factors that are going to into a person's long-term compliance. Like what do they value? What are their biggest hangups? What kind of medications are they on? How much are they sleeping? There's other factors into knowing what a, a person's body needs and what their mind needs to be able to make them successful long-term and knowing where that person's at is going to help. Like, you know, I've had people that on their, on their survey that, you know, their breakfast might be Coca-Cola and Burger King. Do you think I'm going to be worried about that guy, you know, putting, making sure he's getting enough, you know, protein, carbs, and fats and numbers. No, I'm literally going to be showing him what it looks like to eat a balanced meal. So trying to find out where that person's at, but also looking at how does that person feel? Because just like you said, it's so easy to get hung up and just focusing on the weight loss. But oftentimes there are other factors into why a person's gaining weight or not losing weight. If they're sluggish all the time, they're not sleeping, they're they don't have an appetite. There's other things going on that yes, food and, and correcting food and movement is going to help that, but I have to know where that person's at. So it gives me more of an understanding of that. So we did that. We do the baseline. And then every week we fill out another biofeedback form and it just talks about like how you feel. And a big example is I talked about this before we came on the air is that like this week, I just don't feel like eating cooked food, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that's never been a problem for me, right? All I want to do is eat fresh fruit, vegetables, um, lunch, meat, salads. Like that's just what I'm craving. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, I guess that's a good craving, mm -hmm. um, but it makes it harder to get in all of what I need to get in in a day. Yep. And the other thing about that is it also allows me to make some adjustments, right? So knowing that when I check in with you, I might be like, okay, well, maybe we do lower things down a little bit. Maybe we do put our focus more on that kind of stuff. That's somebody's craving fruit, vegetables, and lean proteins. I am not going to be complaining if they're craving things like, I really want to go have a burger and French fries. And that's what they're craving every single day. Then I'm going to be looking at things a little bit differently. So yeah, that, that weekly check-in form, because I know what I need to see. A lot of times people don't know what they need to see. And, and as a coach, I've evolved. And whereas I used to expect my clients to send me an email with telling me how they're feeling, I would often find that I was asking them these same questions over and over again. Like, how are your, how's your energy? Are you sleeping well? Are you going to the bathroom regularly? Like, are you getting any cravings? You know, how is your sleep quality, not just quantity, anything specific? How much are you moving throughout the day? I was asking these same questions over and over again. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to teach them how to look at their themselves a little bit differently each week. It, I mean, honestly, why do we all love this whoop strap now, right? Because we're like, oh, how do I feel today? Let me look at my whoop strap. Yeah, it's scientific, but like that's more of a actual feeling of how do I feel mentally and physically as a whole person? Yeah, and like one of the big things for me was when I, and we talked about this last time, is I was broken when we first started and I wasn't doing a lot of activity. As my activity increased um, and as I went back to a CrossFit gym, um, my hunger levels went up. Right. And so mm -hmm. I started with 3000 calories with you, I think. Mm -hmm. And then I went to a 2,600 yep. and then 2,500. And now I'm at like 2,280. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's, been, it's been interesting through that, um, because my activity levels are going up, but my hunger levels are going down. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot, well, there's also a lot of things too, right? Like, so at first your hunger levels go up, 
you were burning more calories, your metabolism was likely taking in more food. It takes digestion or there's a lot of process of going to digest that food. That's going to be causing you to burn more calories. You know, all of those things happen along with like mood changes. So you feel better if you are excited to do things, guess what? You're going to put more effort into them. Even things like work, um, things like we tend to blink more, or we tend to use our hands more when we're talking, all of that kind of stuff ends up being more energy being expended. And it's the stuff that people don't think about. So, and, and really the reason we always drop calories is, and this is good for everybody to know is like, there is no specific number for every person. And it, and even if I know Scott could eat 3000 calories and likely still lose weight, I'm never going to force feed him. <laughs> I'm never going to force feed you like, Hey, you got to get all these calories in. You're like, but I want to lose weight and I'm not hungry. Okay, cool. That's why we check in every week. So if you're happy and you're content and it just allows us to have that flexibility, that's why we have those weekly check-ins. Yeah. And I think, I think we had like a few good months before I traveled for the CrossFit season. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and so I had that really locked in. Right. Yeah. And so when I was on the road, it was really easy for me without my scale and without all that to be able to come pretty darn close to what I ate in a day. Well, and also the other thing it helps you with is if you know how good you feel when you're on track and you know how good you feel when you're eating enough protein and you're eating enough carbs and like all these things are in line when you're on the road and you're like kind of winging it a little bit and you notice you're getting a little bit sluggish. You're like, yeah, I know I haven't been eating as much. I know I've been skipping this normal snack. I know my digestion's off because I'm eating restaurant food. It, it kind of almost becomes motivating for you to get back to your routine. I mean, I'm sure you can relate to like that road feeling of like, oh, I just can't wait to get back to my own food, my own kitchen, my own refrigerator, my own things, and just be happy to be back into my own routine again. So it becomes motivating to get back to doing what you were doing because you remember how good you felt. Yeah, and it's funny you say that because at Rogue, um, the job I had was a production assistant for the cameraman. And so I had to go up and down those baseball stadium steps. And I could tell like when I was getting sluggish going up those steps, right? And I'm like, you know what? I need to stop in to the volunteer center and get some lunch. Yeah, for um, sure. And because we talk about that all the time, that becomes a much easier process for me. Mm -hmm. Yep. Of, and of being so aware. Yeah, and it's so easy for people to get so hung up. And like you said, I want to keep beating the dead horse, but like the weight's moving or the weight's not moving. All of this other stuff is also more important. At the end of the day, why do people want to lose weight? We want to feel better. We want to look better. We want to be more excited to live and go out in, in public, be able to wear the clothes we want to wear and feel good about ourselves. That's more than just the weight. It's the process of losing weight. It's the things that we do in that process that makes us feel so much better, you know, and that's really where the success comes from. And when we start to die, so when the biofeedback is getting better, I'm excited. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, I was so hung up on the weight and then I went to rogue and the shirts for the volunteers were two X. And when I started with you, I was a four X mm -hmm. uh, t-shirt, right? So you put the t-shirt on and you're like, okay, this actually kind of fits like, wow, but I can kind of stretch it because it's a t-shirt. And then, um, and then I put on a two X hoodie that you can't stretch and it actually fits. And I, I think I did a backflip in the volunteer area. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, don't, I don't quote me, 
but I yeah. think it happened at least in my mind. Yeah, I can't. That I did that. a backflip, and those are the that's the feedback. Like that was a bigger win than five pounds on the scale. Yep. 100%. And it's funny because the first thing I thought about was like, we talk about Noble, how all of their clothes are like often small. I remember you're like, I got a Noble shirt. And I'm like, hell yeah. Cause their yeah. clothes are like notoriously, like, I feel like they're made like two sizes too small. You know, it's like, it's like going into one of those like teenage kids stores. That's like, normally I would be this size, but I have to go three sizes up in this brand. And it's cool that you're in a good place with that too. So it's awesome. Well, and from an economic standpoint, being able to buy off the rack mm -hmm. as opposed to like going to a big and tall men's store. That's awesome. That's, that's light years different. Yep. Like, and I know the people out there that are struggling, like I did, mm -hmm. that is huge. That is a, one of the biggest wins you can get. And on the airplane, I didn't have to ask for the extension on the seatbelt. That's the shit that, and that's the stuff that's like, so exciting, you know, like, I, I can only imagine how that must feel. And I don't want to get off a tangent. I know this is about biofeedback, but having to walk on an airplane and be like, I need an extender belt, like having to ask for that or knowing that they're going to give you that or going to like a theme park. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've felt bad for somebody who goes to get into the seat and they're like, and they're like, you're going to have to go to the other seat. And they have to go move and they can't sit and, and ride the ride with their kids or they have to move the whole family and the whole family has to wait two more rides to get on. It's, just, it's like, that's the stuff that it's like, man, if, if people just understood that nutrition does not have to be something that is restrictive in our lives and holds us back, it, it can be some, come something that frees you to do all the things that you want to do and live the life that you want to live. And and that does mean enjoying food sometimes. Like, you know, like I remember at one of your things, it was over the summer. I was like, yeah, go have a burger. Like, I forget you were like, I'm craving a burger. I'm like, so go have a burger. Like you work your ass off. You should have a burger. Like, you know, but it's knowing that like, you don't have to have a burger every single day. And maybe you only want three fries, you know, maybe you don't want the whole thing of fries. Maybe you don't want any French fries, you know? And it's really that, that is so, so much bigger than just the scale. It's, it's those freeing moments that makes all of the work worth it. So tangent from the biofeedback, but I'm just feeling yeah, it's, it's a different you know. kind of feedback, than yeah, the feedback but sure. it's feedback as well. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the mental feedback. Winning. Yeah. Yeah. Keep you know? winning. So, um, I know that you have some stuff going on, uh, with helping people understand all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that I promote that and let people know that they can reach out to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, and I also don't want to get off on a tangent. I think about changing people's lives more than I can even think. I think I wake up thinking about it. I go to bed thinking about it. I, before this, I was thinking about, I don't even want to put it out there because I don't want somebody to steal my idea, a holiday fitness advent calendar. I'm I'm always trying to find ways to help make people do this. And obviously I have my one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is what you do with me. But I also think that, especially in the CrossFit community, it can be exciting to be in a group. And I do have a group program and I'm, and I'm really trying to work on creating, and it's still in the works. I know I was talking about it, but I want to, I want to create this group program and it's small right now. I only have a few people and it's one night a week, 
my goal and my vision is to grow that group program to be like every day there's a class and you can go to whichever one you want to. And you can have time and, and check-ins with me and, and get the education and get fired up and get reminded of why you're doing things. Because the biggest thing I think people struggle with isn't nutrition, it's their surroundings and, and the focus that is not there because they're so, they're around everything else telling them that that doesn't really matter. And it makes it easy for them to say no. When you have a community of people, they're like, man, all these people are doing this too. I better show up. I better do it. Just like in a CrossFit class, you go to a CrossFit class and, you know, if you were doing the workout on your own, you probably wouldn't have done it as hard as you did when you're trying to compete with your friend next to you, you know? So that's what I'm trying to build. And if you guys do want more information on the group program and, and kind of what I'm doing with it, I'm, I'm kind of revamping it. And it was kind of like a real small group. And I was just kind of keeping it that way, like real intimate and just like a few people. And it was a little bit less accountability, but now I'm thinking like, all right, how can I make this bigger? How can I, I'm, I'm trying to create a whole thing, like where people will have like a, like a sugar wad type app to go to and like fist bump each other on goals and, and make it bigger. So if you, if you want to be a part of that, you want to hear more about it, definitely shoot me a message and would love to always connect with anybody. And even if you don't want to do the group program, you want to just maybe learn a little bit more about things about yourself. You want to have a conversation with me, totally reach out to me. I don't charge people to talk to me. I mean, that's something that I think that uh, a lot of coaches can do. I, I don't do that because for one, I, I want to learn about that person first. I want to know where they're starting to know if I can even help them, you know, cause I can only help people that want to help themselves. And once again, more kudos to you for being that person that was in a dark place. And you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm ready to do this for myself. So that's it. So I think next, next time we have an episode, it's going to be, it's going to be around Thanksgiving. And so what I want to talk about there is, is my decision to switch CrossFit gyms. Oh, yes. And, and then also other goals mm -hmm. and goal setting as part of that, because getting back to a CrossFit gym was a big goal of mine. It got more complicated because I wanted, I actually switched gyms and you helped me through that. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about the whys and all that behind it. And then and the other goals that we set to kind of focus on keeping moving forward during uh, these nine, 10 months now. I love it. And I think it's really cool because I can also add on that about how your decision to switch gyms also helped me. So um, coaches also need coaches. And I think that sometimes we learn from people that are going through the same thing as us. So yeah, I'm excited, dude. And I'm excited for the holiday season in general. So <laughs> yeah, awesome. And we'll see you guys next time on the Clydesdale Chronicles with Coach Cheryl. Bye.